bekannt. Fatal. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kant Fatal, where we're going to help you make that cilantro pesto you like so much. My name is Marco mm -hmm. and I'm your regular cartomancer. Hi, I ran out of ideas. I mean it. But you're committed to the cilantro. I am. I stand the cilantro. <laughs> Hi, um, wow, the energy is palpable. My name is Mafalda. <laughs> wow, oh wow, the tension. My name is Van. I'll take my energy, baby. Sorry, why do I go on these? I was starting to stop right away, motherfucker. I have something controversial to say. Oh, it's controversial. Ladies and gentlemen. My statement is fuck cilantro. Excuse me. Fuck it. Excuse Fuck you. Cilantro. Okay, you need your Portuguese card revoked now. Your your leave, tone leave sounds very pointed right now. It is because cilantro is the devil's lettuce. <laughs> okay, to to make. I need a moment to laugh at that, and then I'll get back. To understand what the cilantro tastes like to you. So soap. Here's the thing. I think a lot of people exaggerate. The whole like, and it, I'm one of those people. I dislike soap too, because I just don't fucking like it. It doesn't taste like soap to me, mm -hmm. but just the taste of it. There's just something about. I will, I will try to eat it more so I can accurately describe the flavor. No. All I know is that it is unpleasant to me. It is, like, is it? It I is quite what? a pungent it's taste. Trunked. It's strong. It's 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 yeah. it's not something. It's not a a sweet one. For instance, I bitter, have either. issues. I have issue with, uh, with I don't the like parsley. fresh cilantro. I hate parsley. But Aww. I like it when it's dry. No, dry tastes like nothing. I like what I like is fresh cilantro. Give me all that taste, baby. I'm, yes. I'm going to tell something that is not controversial, but probably not common knowledge. I have no taste buds. The other day, I roasted mm -hmm. cauliflower with um, like a hot sauce mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. the oven, and. I was eating it, and it was a little bit too spicy, but when I turned to my partner, he was literally crying. Oh my oh god, that doesn't mean you have no taste buds, you just was, have different sensitivity it, to it. I know, you know, and I was eating it like, okay, and then I turned and he and didn't I say him, anything? Like, Poor man. No, because Leo... Why not? Cause oh, Leo, right, he's going to be stoic about wait, it. No, because oh, he ended it, and he was like, I'm crying. <laughs> I am weeping. Dinner is making me weep. Weeping from joy. I love, I love I love that his whole stance was like, I shall not be conquered by this. <laughs> I love cilantro. I love fresh cilantro. I'll eat the stems too. Oh, oh no, girl. Oh, yes, they're tasty. You just wait, chop wait, them wait, up wait, very wait. small. I need to find something out now. Were you one of those fucking girls? No. Like the billion girls at my school that fucking... Had these little flowers no, called no, 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 bitters, no. No, and no, you fucking no. no, no, I never did any of that. There were no flowers where I lived. I'm from I the did city. that. Uh, you did? Yes, you did. You just don't want to admit it. No, I, I did. didn't. I did. Marco was that girl. I, I, I did Marco was that girl twice. from your school. Oh my god! Why? Why did you do that? Supposedly, it tastes <laughs> nice. So That's what people say. Because I like sticking things in my mouth and sucking on them. <laughs> well, that was the easiest you know what? joke. Exactly. I can hear yet, so much I from <laughs> The whole hallway smells like summer We're gonna cum laude. Have, we're going to have like a, like a summer cum laude blimp, like just fly by. Yes. Please, <laughs> let's get a blimp. Somebody, some blimp company, please sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get that sweet blimp money. Yes. Uh, yes. If they can do it for like Casa de Segredo, they can do it for us. Right? That's oh, totally. Blimp, that's an airplane. Shush. I Dream mean, big. Fuck it. Whatever it is. I want sky. a blimp now. I mean, if I could afford it, I would send all those planes and completely mess with their heads every day. Even more poor, poor people. One more. Something like, you know, I know what she did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so I was like super vague, but it applies to you. everyone. Yeah. I used to have oh a t shirt God. that says. That was very edgy for me at the time. That says, Does your mother know? 
And I and I bought it just and I bought it at Pull and Bear when I was like I don't know 16, 18, and I felt so edgy when I wore it. But yeah, it was a good choice. Good choice. Yeah, but does uh, she know? Yeah. It just says, "Did your does your mother know?" <laughs> That's an ABBA song. That's a what now? An ABBA song. Is it? I think so. <laughs> I am that faggot. There goes my street cred. Although ABBA, very good. Yeah. Does your mother know ABBA? Really? Yes. Wow. Oh when wow! When you thought it you is. couldn't be gayer. <laughs> when I thought I couldn't be more of a fifty-year-old I mean, gay man, I can. I, <laughs> well, I the lyrics wanna... are something. You're I'm... so hot, ooh. teasing me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So you're blue, but I can take a chance on a chick like you. What? It's something on a chick? I couldn't do. But they had girls. There's singing. that look in your ooh, eye. I can read in your face that your feelings are driving you wild. Ooh, ooh. Ah. But girl, you're only a child. And this is creepy. <laughs> yes, that part of being a child, that, uh, that kind of ruined it for me. And I was on here's board the with clip the rest. For this episode, I've just decided yes. <laughs> that's the clip. However, <laughs> yes. however clip. does your mother know? On, Thank you, Vanessa. In defense of ABBA, they, they do say in a later uh, lyric, mm -hmm. I can see what you want but you seem pretty young to be searching for that kind of fun. So maybe I'm not the one. Why did they go there, though? Why did they take the story there? What um, for? Could have been fun. Yeah, no? Been. Am I alone in this? Okay. I mean, this okay. Also, this, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just reading the rest of the lyrics. Oh. And, oh, what a weird song. Yeah, why do they have to introduce the whole age yeah. weirdness? Is it... Is it worse than Salvador Sobral? Because that's my the creepiest song <laughs> yeah, that I've I ever happen. heard. <laughs> it was such a funny, funny song you made. <laughs> every breath you take is probably yes. So yes every breath you, you take. You go, oh, it's such a romantic song, and they no, play it at their wedding, and you're like, okay. that's the stalker. Every breath you okay. take, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna be watching you. Watching you, You know. You do um, not exist without I, me. You're not authorized to exist without me. <laughs> Great. That's love, right? Yeah. I mean, like, speaking of like music and everything, I actually had something that I, I that I had wanted to discuss. It's not a it's not a current events type shit, but um I mean, I feel like we lost like this wonderful era of making mixtapes for people. Hmm. Did you guys ever make like a mixtape? Yes. I made one like for that? myself. I, a CD I made, and I named it hashtag drama. Please yeah. tell your stories like Inez, you start. I don't know. I can go get it because it's on a CD and I'm looking right at them. Oh I my god, you still have it. Oh yeah. I'm a person oh, who wow. has CDs. I don't have a CD player, but that doesn't stop me. <laughs> I actually uh, made Vanessa a cassette. Aww. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. I still yeah. have it. And what, what was Silver it? Moon tracks. Oh. Tell me the track list right the fuck now. Okay, I'll go get my CD while you guys do this. Yes! Also, well, you too, Vanessa. I want to know this track list. It had Vanessa? Blood Soldier. It had um, the duets between uh, Michiru and Haruka. It had... <gasps> the, the musical I, I listened one. to that a lot. Oh, oh, the truest love story. That's, that's The Sailor existed. Star song, I think, was on there too. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. However, talking about creepy song or stupid songs to play at a wedding for the first dance, <laughs> I'm going to introduce you with an experience of a wedding I went to where the groom dedicates a song to his blushing bride. And it was Without You by Mariah Carey. <laughs> he didn't know the lyrics, did he? I mean, this person had like college education and needs English to do his job. So I was like, but a lot of people, and we have a common friend, hey Dave, that Hi. he actually tells me tells us on various occasions, like I, I don't care for the lyrics. Actually, speaking about Milan Farmer, for example, where I'm like, oh, this is so edgy, and she made this, you know, these this word game, and he's like, oh really? Did she? Because <laughs> I don't care about <laughs> lyrics. Mona Lisa. <laughs> well, yes. I think that song is about pussy. I'm yeah, gonna of say course. that. Of course. As a lot of songs subtly are, to be honest. Um, I made yeah, but, a I made yeah. a mixtape too, kind of like I didn't really give it to someone else. I just mm -hmm. I just used to make mixtapes because 
I just didn't have enough friends, I guess. Uh, and there, and there was this, like, well, thank God I do. And I have, I know, quoting uh, the president of the United States, I know some of the best people. Um, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, but there was this website a while ago called tinymixtapes.com. And you could oh, just wow. like write your own like little set list. And they had one. Um, I'm I'm not gonna say the original word, even though I, I I know that in this podcast you probably wouldn't be offended. I just I just don't feel comfortable using it anymore. But the title was "I'm Still Your F Word," and it wasn't "fuck." It was the it was the gay slur, um, and it had this alignment of just songs either made by LGBT artists or having to do with being gay. And it, like I'll like I'll show you the like I I will share the original alignment of it in the in the show notes. But my so I did a version because I realized I know a lot of songs that could fit this theme. I even made a cover for it where I dressed in a suit because I used to wear suits a lot because I what? had this phase where I just it, it, you guys didn't know me, um, but I used to wear suits you know when I fit into the. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, when I was super, super skinny, and uh, I, I didn't, I had a lot of attention put onto my body when I got really thin as a young person, mm -hmm. um, and all of a sudden, I like I realized that I wanted like a shell, a protective shell, and, and wearing a suit made people notice me, but notice that I looked a specific way, but nothing about my body mm -hmm. was noticed, which which I was very thankful for. Uh, so I made a cover and everything, and here's the actual list of it. First song is called March of the Gay Parade by a band called Off Montreal. Mm -hmm. It's this fucking crazy-ass song. Then there's Son Paulo Quatin Cinquenta You from Bell from Bell Chase Hotel. Um, mm. I'm a Man, the Pope, or, or Pope. Um, <laughs> guys Like Me from Amy Mann, because obviously. Obviously. Uh, the... the <laughs> I don't know why I included this, but there's this movie called Black Cat, White Cat, Oh uh, and they have this pit bull song, like pit bull terrier, ah! like it was just a crazy <laughs> song. Don't know why I put that into it, but then I also put in "Relax" from Franco to Hollywood. You made me gay by Gravy Train, Michael from F Friends Ferdinand, uh, "Light the Match" by Mirah, "Gay Bar" by Electric Six, "Flawless" by George Michael. Oh, Another off. Mo uh, I know is... it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, another uh, off Montreal song called Tim I Wish You Were a Girl. Um, I don't uh, know any of these songs. Song. And then the final, which is I think my favorite song about the theme, is Rufus Rain uh, Wainwright's oh. Gay Messiah. Because oh, yeah. it's a legendary, iconic song. I stand that uses the uses some summa cum laude uh, <laughs> in its in its lyrics. Of course uh, it but it's a it's a lyric that's very beautiful. Like it's something about you know being the gay messiah, etc. Mm -hmm. And then one of the lyrics goes, "Baptized and come." Literally, <gasps> that's the lyric. I love him. Uh, I, I think he was my first gay crush, Rufus Wainwright. Yeah, yeah. He 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 he. First I learned I a lot from 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 listening to his to his music. But He's now that you have your set list, Inish, I don't. It. So what I've done is mm. I took the CD and I realized it, it was in one of those like very thin jewel case CD oh, cases. Oh. Yeah. But it doesn't have the track list on it. So mm. the computer I'm using has a CD tray. <gasps> oh damn. Oh. But it so immediately that's why. Yeah, immediately started playing a song but it doesn't even have the name of the song. It just has track one. So maybe what I'll do is... Um, I mean, like, later on we can, like, make a little... Exactly. Little I do remember it has an Amy Winehouse song, which is probably one of my favorite songs of hers. It's called In My Bed, uh, which was also the first mm. song I heard of her from her first album, which is the best album she has. You guys are talking, you're talking about CDs. Uh, and mixtapes that are yeah. quite recent. I remember doing a mixtape. This was like with 10 years ago. Tape, right? I, I still live. No, yeah, this was over 10 years ago. I still lived with my I mom. Remember, I remember when I was little, I, oh, I wow. used to make a, a mixtape with Elvis songs and <laughs> the, t in the songs from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so movie. So cute. So just songs Secret you like. I'm sorry. I just I just remembered that someone actually gave me a mixtape once, but I was so young. It was a like a colleague. Yeah, it was. It, I was in middle school or something, 
And I just discovered Robbie Williams and then by extent Take That. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, oh, I love Take That. Take That. Like, oh, really? Yes. Like, wow. like, are they fun? They like, I'm like, I've never listened to like to any of their songs. And she made me a little like a little tape because she had the CDs and stuff. Oh, so she recorded God. the songs yeah. for me. I did. Fuck, I wish too. I still had that. And I wish I remembered her name. I love you, girl, wherever you are. <laughs> Insert name here. <laughs> and with John Bon Jovi. Wow. I, oh, I never got bon into Bon Jovi. Hard when I, I never was a got teen. into them. Oh I like, my God, I was I crazy about them. I have a specific memory of, of John Bon Jovi's music. Mm-hmm. Um, because I used to. I used to uh, you know our bridge, the Vincente Abril bridge. Yeah. I used to to go uh, cross it a lot. Okay. So I have a specific memory of going into the bridge and listening to doom 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 from John Bon Jovi. So I I have that memory. Uh, living on a prayer. Yes. <laughs> it is a good baseline. I I remember about this mixtape that I named it drama and I felt very... So this was... How old am I now? I still lived with my mom. I think I was still in college. So this was It was like yesterday. 15 years ago. And I was feeling... Uh... Dramatic? Dr- dramatic, Your clearly. Your, uh, my oats that I didn't know I had at the <laughs> this time. Is why, this is, this is why I said that something this like... was yesterday. Prove me wrong. No, yeah, exactly. That's what I was... Yeah, it could Sorry. have been today. Uh, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. A horny on Maine, but I didn't want to... Adapt <laughs> <laughs> it to myself and also like lovelorn. I, 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 no, I don't think I was with anyone at the time. <laughs> could also be today. Uh, like this mix of, oh, woe is me and horny on Maine and... Yeah. Did you just call the tape like Inej needs a fuck? Like, like what was no, I would never do that back then. No, no. Back then, ladies and gentlemen, no. back then. <laughs> no, even now I wouldn't, but I would maybe name it more accurately than drama. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it was just me making fun of myself for your being so dramatic. Just make yourself a fucking mixtape. Oh yeah, that I would listen to on my uh, CD Walkman. What do you call it? The yeah, yeah, that you could. That you can move Jeez. very fast. The yeah, that you had to highlight like, hold skip. super preciously or it would skip or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine well, taking my, the bus. Oh, my mixtapes were filled yeah. with garbage, mm-hmm. the, the cranberries, mm-hmm. and Madonna. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a great selection. Oh, Queen? and some Marilyn Manson. Oh my god, we should put the songs. We should do like a, a joint playlist on on yeah, whatever streaming platform. Whatever yeah. streaming platform. Uh, platform none of them is sponsoring us okay if if one of them has the funds for a blimp um we can talk (laughs) and we can put all our songs there and hate each other yeah hate each other's taste i like that it's cool right well not the hate part just to share the musical taste just for for the fun i i'm i'm actually remembering that of uh i don't know who had this idea but at my workplace Mm -hmm. someone had this idea of like Make the soundtrack to your life, and I also made that. So I called it Mafalda, the like Mafalda a musical. <laughs> and I yes. made like this musical. Spotify playlist. Not the musical. There might be more. So it starts off with Millennium by Robbie Williams, which is one of I my love favorite song. songs of all time. Yeah. I love the video. I love everything. Then everything for free from Case Choice, which is like oh, Mafalda getting Louise. into rock music from the nineties. Oh, I love Case Choice. I like it because it was like they think I'm crazy. It's like I identify. And <laughs> so I hate relatable. the song. What's that? Uh, what's that other song that they had that was super popular? Uh, it's not a problem. Uh, it's um not an addict, right? Yeah, not an addict. Not an yeah. addict. But my yeah. favorite one is was it called? That song in Goodnight Moon by Shivery, it just gives me the heaves. <laughs> yeah, I was also very into that song for a while, Ugh. so much so that an old nickname of mine was actually I don't know why Shivery. I don't like it, it just I gets on my ver- nerves. I love Virgin State of Mind because of Buffy. Yes, Virgin mm, State okay, of Mind. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But basically, oh, like, the whole, 
like my whole playlist goes at one point into me liking actually good music. <laughs> so it's Fiona Apple, yes. uh, Bjork, yes. Air, yes. LC Sound System. Oh. Then we veer into the side a little bit with a portion of a soundtrack from Jeeves and Worcester, which I would have to spend several podcasts explaining why this is here and, <laughs> and what it means to me. It's a, it's a whole thing. But basically, um, oh, this actually does not, sorry. The very first song, actually, that's not here, because I think it just wasn't on Spotify or it's been removed, was the title track from Sailor Moon. Because if I had to describe my whole childhood, yeah. Moonline Dancestu is the only way that I could describe it to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, and it ends epic. with another fandom song, because I'm me. It ends with the theme song for the D&D show that I watch, which sounds like, oh. like, a, like a theme from an 80s cartoon. It's a really, there really is, cool thing. There is a new song for the Sailor Moon movie coming out this January, and it has the lyrics have been written by uh, Miss Naoko Takeuchi again. Oh, damn. Ooh. Okay. I am very so. curious Miss about Na. it now. Yeah, so she... She's bring uh, it. Yeah, it's, they, it's sung by Momoiro Clover Z, which they did the first... Um, <gasps> they did, um, they the did crystal, a Moon, moon the, Prides, mm-hmm. yeah, which was then, an actual yeah, good song. Yeah. <laughs> And I this like one that. you can see. Well, we can we can while you talk about something else, we can plug Sailor Moon because Sailor Moon is why we are all so incredible gay, other than Inish, because yeah. she didn't care for it. No. She is she is she is gay inside. She's like honorary gay. I'm gay but, adjacent. No, she she is or... gay adjacent, but not because gay of Sailor Moon. I'm honor- honorary. There you go. That's know. the title of this episode, everyone. Gay adjacent. Gay adjacent. Gay There's gay the gay agenda, and then gay adjacent. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, there it is. The the take that the Backstreet Boys. The, I was never into boy the bands. The East Seventeen. Oh, oh I love Backstreet no. Boys. Yeah, you got some deep cuts. Adored Bon Jovi. Laura Pausini. <gasps> Laura Pausini. Sarah McLaughlin. I, I was not. Damn. Yes, Damn. My, my, my playlist starts with a no, Sarah McLaughlin um, track. Stupid. It's the, it's What's the, the other the song, girl sorry. from the '90s that was not Fiona Apple and was Anouk? Anouk, the, like the edgy uh, girl was, from the yeah. '90s. She was alright, but she had like two nobody's wife. Like nobody's wife. Nobody. Sorry. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating that we used to take that time to make those mixtapes. It would take us days to do them. Days? Why days? For sure. No, sure. like like I would spend entire afternoons on this shit for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. And plus, well, like I'm when we didn't dedicated. have enough That's enough technology for <laughs> it. <laughs> I did like, Don't you find like don't you find that it's funny that the looking at my Spotify playlist, it's mm-hmm. it's full of like greatest hits of like songs that I have liked. Some of them are very obscure. Like the other day, I added a Vanessa Paradis song called Pourtant, she's a French singer. She notoriously was with Johnny Depp for many mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. but she's a very, like, a relatively famous French singer, I guess. But she then, is. the only other songs that I add to it are songs that I'm fed via trailers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I just don't seek out new music as much now, anymore. Speaking of music from trailers, here you go. It's so anime. Is this Sailor Moon? Yeah, it's the it's the song that he was talking about, yeah. Sorry. Boppy. Yeah, I, I mean but all these like all these new age anime songs are like this. They they sound very similar. This is a snippet of the song that's actually only premiering in January, and they're really milking us for this. Oh, that's the new one. Yeah, Yeah. this is the new one, Uh, Mm. and it has a lot of. It's usually most Sailor Moon lyrics are always the same, so it's something something romance, something (laughs) something tale old, something something light, something something love. Something, something. I mean, you know, they're all going to be like that if I'm going to start translating Sailor Moon songs. Something, something. Cilantro. However, (laughs) I have to say that one of the best ones was the the duet for Sailor Moon Crystal Season 3 between Uranus and Neptune. Because that gave me life. 
It gave me life. Yeah. And it was like, yes. I do want to like to, to sort of circle back to what we were talking about. Why do you think it is that after a certain point in our lives, we, we stop, we still see new shows and movies and stuff, but we kind of stop seeking new music with, with, with as much yeah. I saw somewhere or heard somewhere that when you get to 30, you're just like, you're, you're done with the things that you're going to stand pretty much um i i actually i actually do look for for um for new music i try to yeah i i I do go to those lists from some platforms that they select things you might like they Mm -hmm. hardly ever get it right but sometimes they do and i'm like oh cool and actually i have a playlist of things that I want to explore more of because I heard like one song by an artist uh, or mm. somebody recommended a record by an artist and I liked I didn't necessarily hear a song but I liked it's the, like you know what's a very the description like, sounded thing. what uh, you know it's a very interesting thing like you're like you're saying you, you do that but you know how a lot of young people get their new music nowadays TikTok Ugh. people wow. like TikTok there is, is a, taking over no, no, but there is an entire culture now of like you try to make your song, make it on TikTok. Like when you release a song, you make sure that there is some challenge or some choreography or something or something that's like clippable or remixable mm-hmm. in a specific way. And even recently, one of my YouTube subscriptions, he tried to make like a TikTok song. Mm-hmm. So he just made like what would be a parody song. I'll link uh, his videos. He's called Denny Gonzalez and he makes some very interesting commentary videos and he just spent like two months of his life trying to make TikTok song. He wasn't very successful, spoilers, but it was very interesting to see what makes it on TikTok. So it was like um, songs that are kind of repetitious, songs that have like specific instructions like like now bounce or turn it to the left or something like that because yeah. you could do a choreography to it yeah, yeah, or yeah. songs that have some sort of like spoken word thing so you can do a like a POV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I find that fascinating and basically a lot of songs get into the billboard top whatever now because people what? download them yeah. on platforms or stream them because they heard it on a TikTok. Yeah. Well, basically, I, well, well, I do think really that we don't stand people. so many things in our 30s is that um, mm-hmm. our taste was a certain way and then producers are going to start making content that is geared for a completely different kind of taste and I'm going to use a specific a example which is anime mm-hmm. and in the 90s and then and there were so many anime shows that I did not that I wanted to see but I did not have the actual time to watch mm-hmm. them and they mm-hmm. and to me it's still going to be like late 80s or and 90s is going to be the golden age of anime but right now i i can't for god be uh interested in in newer shows that they're making because i don't think i'm their target demographic and, um, and it probably has to do with the impact that it had in who you were at the time right um, yeah, but differently because you have different type of tropes and different type of characters now. Mm-hmm. It's all about like the tsundere now and the. It's, I'm I'm getting I'm I am so not the target audience for a, a show with uh, very underage girls with large breasts. It's just not my thing. <laughs> I'm not saying that all the shows that I watched were like artworks because Ranma. <laughs> which was so problematic now that we look at it now. Um, mm-hmm. But it is, and I, we used to, at least uh, I used to make fun of like older anime fans that were like 15 or 20 years older than I was. Mm-hmm. They were in that exact same space mm-hmm. where they were like, yeah. oh no, the stuff we, they make now is just not for us. Mm-hmm. They just didn't like them because they it was made for a specific era so like when i find a new anime series that i really like i take my time to enjoy it like when i did did i speak i think i sp- i spoke about uh, my next life as a villainess all roads lead to doom which mm-hmm. i really enjoyed but because it was making fun of something that i liked in in mm-hmm. the 90s which was uh, uh, angelique other than that i'm like looking at lists of new animes and I'm like, no, 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 no. And I don't, I don't even look for them and I don't even try them. Maybe mm-hmm. if cl- like some author, 
I know that Inuyasha is getting a sequel, which is um, unexpected. So I'm probably going to watch that. Uh, but and, yeah, and I don't know if this happens to you as well. Um, we have watched a lot of stuff, uh, whether it's uh, anime, movies, series, whatever. And then what happens to me is sometimes things are so predicted, predictable mm -hmm. that I find them boring. It's They're boring, not yeah, challenging not my, my, my thought or challenging. Yeah. And, and on, the, on the opposite side, there are series or movies that are not challenging at all, but I like them for their aesthetics. For mm -hmm. instance, yesterday mm -hmm. I saw two movies on cable mm -hmm. that I hadn't seen before. One was Doomsday, which is a glorious, glorious movie. <laughs> and then I saw Agent Blonde with um, Charlie Theron, mm -hmm. you know, so. And because the, of any our movie aesthetic. With her, yeah. her aesthetic is on point <laughs> i was watching um, is that the sorry is that the movie where she's like this spy agent type yes. person and there's this oh, cool. no that's a i like that movie one, i like right? that, that was, movie i never had seen it very, no it's atomic it. one not agent yes one. and right? and it was engaging and it was violent oh it was engaging indeed i agree <laughs> yeah because of all that aesthetic <laughs> No, because they're like, like if you don't know, instead of being just like hot women with a man, it wasn't, which was very surprising. Yeah, mm -hmm. and those are the types of movie that I, I, I lean towards right now, not because of the fact that they're beautiful no, actresses. No, of course. That helps. Because they're lampooning a trope. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, 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 and it's challenging, and it's funny, I remember watching a movie... Uh, on Netflix that was uh, a romantic love story, but it wasn't a traditional romantic love story mm -hmm. between uh, a black woman and a white guy. Mm -hmm. And it was actually engaging because it wasn't predictable. It wasn't the same mm -hmm. as plot. Mm -hmm. And and I think that the sat oversaturation of the same plots over and over and over again, mm -hmm. uh, once you turn 30, then we do yeah. start to become you know, uh, kind of numb to them. I, I loved, I loved the new She-Ra and the Princess of, of Power, but when I was watching the finale, it was like, God damn it, they're ripping off Utena. I left the chat. No, I didn't <laughs> left but the chat. But can you chat. imagine yourself being a kid on your, with 14, no, 15, even, 16 years old there and were watching no, that finale? No, there weren't any. There weren't any. But there it, were no it, comics. There were no content. There wasn't it's anything. Like, wow. I love it. I love it when straight people are like, "Ew, why does this series has to have the token gay character?" And I'm like, "Well, because..." And I'm gonna use my hands, which we all can see on the podcast, because all the content <laughs> is made for you. <laughs> and then when one tiny little thing that the is straight. like this is made for us, you're like, "Oh, why does it have to be here?" It's like, the why does it have to be um, on your on in our faces like that? Why? Why do you guys have to like do a little bit of rubbing their dicks in front of us? Oh my God, that's so disgusting! I totally did that at summer camp, but oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. Um, if we're gonna talk people. about um, straight content, I saw Borat this past week. You it's saw already out? a new wow. Yeah, new Please do movie share your opinion. Yeah. Uh, so if 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 you weren't aware. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen just basically did not work on this character on this character for quite a while, mm -hmm. and I think somewhat recently they finally started filming the movie. So as recently as late late last year, they 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 filmed it. So in the height of like the the lead up to the coronavirus and the start for this election this year, they're they're recording things, and he did several stunts in which he appeared in public spots. So one time, Mike Pence was giving this talk somewhere you know full of a very diverse crowd of middle-aged white people um he was just talking about whatever fucking bullshit and clearly it was recorded in like march or february ish this year because mm -hmm. pence was like oh yeah and the president is not worried about the coronavirus and stuff and in comes sasha baron cohen which by the way he infiltrated the building it was like, oh, I can't go as myself. Like, I'm not going to try to do the board next. It was like, mm -hmm. I can't go as myself. I, I have to find a way to go in and notice. So he 
wore a clan outfit they entered the building and said i'm stephen miller which is a i think a notorious i, I guess racist You're and he just me. entered and he just entered the fucking building beelined to the bathroom changed into this fat suit and donald trump mask went out with his daughter in the movie and then barged in when well mike pence was, I was like michael penis i have woman here for you it is a gift and stuff like making fun of it and then oh everyone God. in the crowd very creepily started shouting four more years like for that like the hive mind is insane but i love that he infiltrated the fucking building in a cool yeah. and everyone's like okay the only know. thing it's that fine. i saw was the snippet of the the, the rudy giuliani thing oh that, my god that, that freaked me out so, so much because much? i saw the interview that rudy giuliani did after when he was being confronted with that um, and he was denying it out, out loud on, on TV and the, the interviewer was not having it. It's like, that's not talking in your shirt. It's, I mean, okay. How much do you guys care about spoilers of this movie? I, I, I don't. Movie. No, no, no we don't. Cool. That so, where, okay. where can we find that movie? So the movie is currently on Amazon Prime. So Amazon basically swooped in and said, we just want to release this right now because obviously it couldn't be released in in theater so they just did a release and it was released i think last week or sorry like i think two, this three week. weeks ago maybe mm -hmm. or something like it was it's been like a little tiny bit of time but um because i think they filmed up until summer this year still they were still filming a few things and here's why so i think the original story for it was basically like hey we're gonna sasha baron cohen has always been incredibly vocal politically mm -hmm. and obviously he saw like this is a time where i have to make this movie because i have to show people just how ridiculous things have, have turned out so the premise of the movie is that yeah. borat has been in this like camp like working because he failed his last mission for the great country of kazakhstan and he's been just in this labor camp and stuff and then they take him out of the camp and say no you have to make our country amazing again so you have to bring uh, like a present for Donald Trump and Michael Pence and blah blah. I won't talk like there is a, the movie has an actual plot, which <laughs> the fuck and and it's an actual heartwarming plot. Believe it or no. not, the the actress I'm gonna mispronounce her last name Maria Bakla Maria. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not gonna try to pronounce your last name, but she's a Bulgarian actress and she plays Borat's daughter and she fucking steals the show the entire time. She's an amazing um addition uh to wow. that i think and i think cool. without her the movie just wouldn't have been as good because mm -hmm. uh, she goes really into it like she <laughs> she's yeah. not afraid of looking ridiculous she's or like feral she's like no totally she maria so, bakalova bakalova thank you very much so her um role in the bakalova. movie so she's Borat's daughter he travels to the country and through some circumstances she also gets there uh, so then the plot becomes we have to give her as a wife. The movie is intercut with these animated um, sections in the style of old Disney movies where she, uh, where Borat's daughter uh, is looking at the cartoons that she grew up with where you can be a very uh, poor girl from that shitty country Slovakia and one day you can marry the greatest man in the world, obviously referring to Melania and Trump. And then the first part, actually, the first part where I lost it was about, I think, five minutes into the movie. I noticed in the beginning of the movie, there was a rating for blackface. And I was like, oh, my God, did he not? I like, I hope. Huh? Anyway, let's see. But here's why they had the blackface rating. Five minutes into the movie, Borat goes, a lot of things have changed in America. And uh, even... Um, Lots of black presidents have started to get elected. And then there's an image of Obama immediately followed by Justin Trudeau doing blackface. Oh, my God. It's it's Ooh. the highest of burns. It's incredible. Yeah, um, he, he was burned by that. He was. Why <laughs> on earth did the man do that? He did that I mean, when he was younger. Oh, so totally. It's, and he didn't it's the know cancel better. culture uh -huh. reverse. Uh, yeah, it's a... Anyway, it's a... It's a whole thing Actually, sorry to just to interrupt. Oh, for Sarah Silverman 
this week she did uh, she I did a snippet on that mm-hmm. that that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 we should I definitely like link that up because it's a very it's a very interesting explanation to mm-hmm. into very articulate. Culture. Yeah. Uh, so the then the movie basically goes on, and one of my favorite animated segments is when they do this thing that almost looks like Cinderella. Mm-hmm. where Melania is dancing and presenting herself to the great Donald Trump prince. And then he goes in and starts to dance with her. But the way he starts to dance with her is that he grabs her by the pussy and he dances with her while with his hand in there the entire oh time. God. And that's the, that's the beautiful, wholesome mm-hmm. animation they did. That's because again, this is, this is basically saying like you're glorifying a figure mm-hmm. that this is how he acts towards women. <laughs> Can you understand that if you were to show this to a child, this is not acceptable, why is it acceptable to you? Yeah. Um, that you have like a man saying this and stuff. But there's basically several things that happen in the movie. Oh. Like there's the, this fucking hilarious segment uh, where they go to this Christian medical clinic. Mm-hmm. And basically, the thing is that the daughter has eaten something that's lodged in her stomach. But the way that they're phrasing it is like she has a baby in her stomach. <laughs> because the, because she presumably ate a little plastic baby that was on a cupcake, and uh, and and then they're gonna like, but I but I put the baby in my daughter, and like I just wanted to make her happy, and look at this face, I had to give it to her, and the guy, <laughs> the guy refuses to to He's remove the it. baby, <sighs> like so so the guys want to remove the baby because it's not God's plan, etc., and he accepts the circumstance of them alluding to. You know, nice. possible incest, right. and he was incest, like, "Well, rape. let's just forget what happened before, because now this life is in the world." Again, mm-hmm. just further illustrating just how insane, insane, insane it is to have that. Like, no matter what, abortion is bad. There's yeah. no circumstance. Yeah. There's a debutante ball that he goes to, and they do this fertility dance where basically she had her period in the movie, and she just splattered with blood everywhere, and fertility she's doing this dance, dance. because. Because a debutante ball is basically like, hey guys, I'm a dad. I'm a My daughter's now. ready to fuck. Yeah, I'm a woman now. <laughs> exactly. So, like, she's ready to be. So, again, he's like putting that to the extreme and saying, this is what you're doing to your daughter. You're saying Amazing she's had her period. She's fertile now. That's ridiculous. But like, obviously, it's all, it's all played straight face. The, the I have, combination. I have an interesting Go question ahead. here to, to, to interlude. It's. Um, I wonder, I honestly mm-hmm. wonder, the, the position of these people that condemn abortion and that are so-called pro-life, mm-hmm. when knowing that Donald Trump and probably a lot of other uh, men and people around him have taken uh, um, a COVID treatment, that he is... What it's called mm-hmm. mononucleoid. That has like stem cells or that has that stem cells, cells that come from rejected fetus. It's yeah. it's only bad when a woman wants to do it. Yeah. I saw I saw a tweet That's this week. Was like, yeah, I agree with 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 the with with regulating this. In fact, uh, I think in the future. Uh, men should be just given vasectomies um, mm-hmm. as soon as they're of age. And because they are reversible, they can be reversed, uh, you know, at a certain point when they have children. Oh, what's that? You don't think the government should control someone's body? <laughs> so what's your stance on abortion again? That's just it. It's, it's, yeah. it's just abortion is seen as this thing where as if a you woman do it because you're wants to do it. You have fun. As if exactly. any woman wants to you're make that choice. You're going to do it because None it's, it's fun for you due to you being None evil. of us do. I've, yeah. I've met people that had miscarriages and a person that had yeah. an abortion and it's a process that took her months to recover from physically yeah. and maybe years mentally. Years no one mentally. wants to go through that shit, but there exist circumstances in which mm-hmm. bringing a child to the world would bring it harm. They would yeah. not grow up in like a healthy household. Mm-hmm. My parents divorced and my dad hit my mother. Mm-hmm. I wish I didn't have to be there for that. Is that what you want for other kids to be put in that same situation? Yeah, because that's what you're telling me. You simply do it's not, not consistent. It's, it's not thought out. Sorry, no, it English. isn't. It, 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 it could be the reason that you just don't want to have children. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and an accident happened and you got pregnant. So, so and you're the, still so going to feel, feel, I am sure about this, you're still going to feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. It's going to haunt and, you. Of and course. it's not the, necessarily the, the guilt, although some of it too, and I hate that. Mm -hmm. But it's, 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 it's hard, man. It, it can't be easy. It totally is. Yeah, it's, it's not it's an easy, easy. You it's know the easy. magnitude of the decision you're making. So two more points about Borat before we, before yes. we move on. My, I, I spent almost the entire movie hiding behind the pillow because the secondhand embarrassment at points was like insane. <laughs> it was, I was cringing <laughs> out of my skull. It was, it was so bad. Um, at one of the points, Borat, while spending time with two conservative sort of inner America type people, mm -hmm. they start to tell him about all these conspiracies. And one of them oh, is no. that the Holocaust wasn't a thing. And Borat starts to believe, because one of the things about the character is that he loves the Holocaust because, his, because in his land or whatever, people... Like they were on the sort of the wrong side of history, but it's like, no, and we fought and our great fighters and it's a great mark of our victory, etc. Right? Yeah. Again, just if you don't know, Sasha Baron Cohen is Jewish. Uh, <laughs> so he, um, he's like, he gets really depressed because the Holocaust isn't true, apparently. And he said, <laughs> oh, I was so depressed that what I did, this is a direct quote from the movie. Yeah. I was so depressed that um, I just didn't want to be in this world anymore. No. So... Uh, I just went to the nearest synagogue to wait for the next mass shooting. Oh my god. That's oh my a god. line from the movie. Isla Fisher is a lucky woman. That's what I have to say. <laughs> so, and then he goes and there's this actually beautiful moment, though there, he's being sued over it, uh, oh with, with two Jewish women who were... Um, in the well at least one of them wasn't the, was in the holocaust and she was telling them about it and mm -hmm. he gets real happy because oh, it happens so it means like my things are validated again, again which is super silly but there's mm -hmm. a whole thing of like he's like oh you're not gonna eat me and like she's like no i'm not gonna eat you and my nose is normal da -da -da. like <laughs> all these stupid things that people still believe about jewish people today yeah. which what the fuck <laughs> they're just people yeah. um and uh the final bit of the movie is a Rudy Giuliani thing. So what happened was the girl who plays his daughter mm. runs away from him at one point and becomes a journalist mm. and a journalist for the far right. So she's what? in this like far right convention thing, interviewing people. Mm. And then she calls Rudy Giuliani for a call in his people just say, sure, blah, blah. Cause she's with this fake far right um, newspaper mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. They basically get into a room. Uh, and they're in this hotel room having a, uh, an interview with all the oh lights set up and stuff. At, at one point, Sasha Baron Cohen and Orborat enters in, disguised as a sound guy, makes things really awkward because he wants to take her from there. Because at that point in the movie, Borat no longer wants to give his daughter away because he discovered that he really loves her and he, it's, not, it's not right to do that and she doesn't have to sacrifice herself. Um, but again, at this point, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani is just like weird and he's being so creepy the entire time. He's clearly flirting with her. Mm. He's clear because she's obviously baiting him super fucking hard. Of course. Um, but it's hilarious just how easy it is to dupe this man. And after the interview ends, they go to oh, like she's like, oh, oh, let's have a drink and let's talk and stuff. And they go and he starts to like he leans back on the bed and clearly puts hands down his pants, which he mm. said he was like adjusting or whatever. But. We all know what was going to happen. And then Borat comes in with like, like some laundry and saying like, she's like, she's 15. She's way too old for you. Oh <laughs> which, God. yeah. Uh, which, Ooh. you know, is a did line. I, did I ever tell uh, you uh, when I met a manager and how he introduced oh God. to me at work? Mm. So no. imagine, in, imagine a line in which someone is coming towards you. And first, he has an itch up his butt, which he scratches violently <laughs> with one finger, oh, with his right hand, and oh. then he adjusts his balls quite thoroughly, oh. and when he gets to me, he, he puts his hand in front of me, and so I'm like, doing like Princeton's hand like this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hi, Marco. Hello. It's like, Bye. it was completely disgusting oh god jesus what Christ. the fuck 
What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Whoa. Yeah, this was this was like 17 years ago. Heavy but... jungle vibes going on with that guy, huh? I don't Mark know. He was just territory. he was just very. Um, I don't think he was being predatory. He was just being douchey. I'm, yeah, because yeah, the, and yeah. Because the overall, showing, I'm the, the one overall with the mentality balls, is and that I can rules don't apply to me. Guys are like, we have balls and balls itch, and we're gonna open our legs in public transportation and scratch our balls. Come I mean, on. I love scratching my balls, but I don't Come do it at the workplace. Thank you. Yeah, and and so I would not Come have on, given my hand because he could be experiencing some STD or something. Just yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Also, like, what if you, like, touch him and, like, become straight? Ugh. Oh, God, <laughs> no! Ooh, Disgusting! Jesus, no! Uh, straight agendas and like that. Rock. The gay in me is way too strong. Making out it with the women and talking about boobs The gay in me is way too strong. A new Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> the gay in me is far too way strong. too strong. I was like, no, honey, no. I mean, no, I, was, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even fuck him in a glory hole, and I couldn't see who he was. <laughs> I heard, I heard this the Stephen Fry interview once about being bullied um, at school as a kid for being gay, like being mm. like be if, if somebody was like beating you up or stuff like that, and he has like mm-hmm. I don't know if this is something he, he did then or if it's something that you know when you're a grown up you think oh that's what I should have done. Uh, and he said, if that happens to you, if, like, your colleagues typically would be uh, boys hitting another boy for being gay or effeminate or whatever, uh, that he should say, stop it, you're giving me an erection. <laughs> and I thought that was so fucking brilliant. <laughs> they would never uh, touch you again with a ten-foot pole. <laughs> But however, I had I do have to say that God bless any expression, at least at my uh, environment of of gay sexuality, will make the straights uncomfortable. Well, that's because fragile. Mm, that's handled with care. That's because curious. <laughs> and also, well, it makes also, them feel very fragile that they're curious. <laughs> I also found it the most interesting that my most visceral reaction to the Borat movie was the scene where you can see the girl has her period and how fucking like how fucking warped is that in my brain that that's more offensive to me to see mm-hmm. right? Right? Just, like because I'm just yeah, not used to that. seeing yeah it's, not, it's not a, a, a usual thing when I yeah. was a, when I was a kid I never understood, understood you don't even want people to know about it let alone see it the blue, the blue thing and the that they use in period and tampon ads. I'm no, like, because if that? you show something that looks like actual blood, it's too close to the oh, real thing. Oh, of course, thing. yeah. But actually, they'd have to use something like jam, not well, because it ain't uh, liquid, baby. You know what's my jam? More American crazy. So it's time for <laughs> big on the internet. What a great segue! Jesus, go you. A thing on the internet. Back to you, Mafalda, so... in the studio. <laughs> I vaguely alluded to this last week, and because I've, I've like I've already spent so much time talking on this podcast, I'm gonna try to keep it short. But <laughs> are you guys aware of who John McAfee or I don't know how to pronounce his last name? But do you know who he is? Have you heard of him? Is is uh, he the guy who made the antivirus for the correct? Computers? Oh, correct. Yes. oh, fantastic! Bonus points. Right. Wow. So I think I'm a savant, an idiot savant. That's what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. I think uh, in the 90s you would say, like, oh, it's a guy from the antivirus. Yeah. But nowadays, he's that one guy who's really crazy. What? <laughs> oh, no. Let me, let me explain over? why. John Please McAfee explain, is... because there are so <coughs> many of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to try to keep this so short. I'm going to, like, I think I found, like a, like, a timeline of his life. So, he recently uh, is he still got... Alive? Yes. He is still alive, and okay. the reason I'm He's bringing 75. this up here... Okay, yes. so we're doing McAfee, a musical. <laughs> yeah, so the reason I am bringing this up here is because he recently got um, arrested oh. uh, for tax evasion. Oh, that's nice. So, basically, I think um, one, of the, one of the main things that struck out to me about his story is that 
if you've seen The Wolf of Wall Street, you now realize just how normal apparently people like that are, or, mm -hmm. or, or stories like that. So, mm -hmm. make it very short. So he's, he was born in the in the UK. Oh. He went into the sort of tech field, mm -hmm. uh, but his big uh, break was creating an antivirus. So in the surge of so when he moved into Silicon Valley in the in the seventies. Um, and in the surge of home computers being a thing, so at the start mm -hmm. of the 80s and then the 90s, he, in 86, the first virus actually hit a uh, PC. So at this point, he was like, okay, I'm going to try to create something to prevent this. And he created a large empire. By the end of the 80s, he was making five uh, million dollars a year. Mm -hmm. uh, he had this immense net worth and that basically continued to be a thing. However, as the as the time uh, went by, he he eventually sold uh, McAfee to uh, just like someone else who wanted someone to buy it, I guess, for a hundred million dollars, like just insane amount. Um, and he kept a low profile for for quite a while, but um, in uh, so and he tried several endeavors afterwards, which mm -hmm. range from just complete insanity. So he started to become like this guru yoga instructor in this mansion and he had 200 disciples and you all know where this is going. He was oh, one oh of those. Oh, fucking cultish. Of course. But the story doesn't end with him having a cult. Uh, no, he, because of the um, economic collapse in 2008, uh, he dropped his fortune from a hundred million to just a meager four million. Oh, uh, but it's still, but it's still quite a steep drop, right? So he moved to yeah. Belize at some point, where he started making organic antibiotics. My friends, he was making what? drugs because he was apparently historically super coked up and drugged up literally all the time. <laughs> um, so he basically just made a drug manufacturing hub. What? Uh, he he Belize authorities tried to arrest him multiple times they never got to it but he started to get uh, really paranoid also because he was doing a lot of bath assaults at the time allegedly um, <laughs> and uh, in uh, 2012 he was, was called he for questioning uh, because his neighbor was murdered <laughs> Oh. And he says he has nothing to do with it, but he fled the authorities immediately. Like, he fled the country. Oh, my God. Uh, he escaped to Guatemala, and at this point, I think Vice made a profile on him. But this fucking dumbass <laughs> shared a picture of him to Vice, and the uh, exif data on the picture gave the a location yeah. of where he was. <laughs> so How does a person... Who knows so much so, about tech? Not wait. know that. Maybe because you're cooked up. Because oh, also because you're like cooked up and old and an idiot, and and really really sure of yourself. Um, yeah. He uh, was then arrested oh, for no. uh, entering illegally, but while detained, he faked two heart attacks to give <laughs> his lawyer enough time to prevent him to be deported to police. The man is resourceful. That's um, good. He's oh, openly God. stated that he has 47 biological children. What? and during... Oh, from the cult? Let me guess. Oh, from, <laughs> I don't sorry. know. The uh, yoga he was eventually thing. deported back to the States. Uh, he started posting these like bizarre things to his YouTube. Like It's a video called How to Install McAfee Antivirus. I'm going to link it. It's just insane. It's a bunch of scantily clad women while he has a face full of fake cocaine. I don't know. It's weird. But while in the United States... Though? Sorry, what? Do people still use antivirus on their computers? So yeah. not as much. So like when when he got out of it's the industry, pretty now, much right? everyone was using it. Yeah, yeah. It was um, a big thing. everyone you was using antivirus, one. but it's just not a big thing nowadays because the, yeah. the, the 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 firewalls of your computer, coupled with having a good ad blocker, like you don't really need to yeah, have a really strong antivirus enough. anymore yeah. if you just don't go to shady sites. Like the like yeah. the risk is very low because yeah. of how technology has evolved. The really beautiful part of the story was how he met his wife. So when he got deported to the United States, uh, he solicited a prostitute 30 years his junior, and they married. Okay. Uh, so that's that's a beautiful love story. Uh, so <laughs> he also was one of the first people to invest in uh, cryptocurrencies. Okay. Um, and basically, after 
all this stuff happened that um, like he claimed that the US government was trying to target him he was hiding because he was fearing for his life blah blah um, and again he's been he's been all over the place but recently he's finally been arrested for for tax evasion but as far as I'm aware even though apparently he's been arrested he's still tweeting and shit he's still yeah. tweeting oh. he's I'm looking at his feed <laughs> so he's got while a smartphone you were describing you, I'm looking at his feed while you you were describing and his uh, short timeline and and why does he have a phone? Why uh, does he have so internet? yeah, I don't like, dude. I don't know. All I know <laughs> that like this guy tried to run for president twice, once in 2016, and this oh. year he also tried to run, but then sort of canceled his. I don't <laughs> like know, that. man. It's fucking. I just want you to understand that every time you think of antivirus and McAfee and all that shit, this crazy lunatic is the guy who created one of the most well-known antiviruses. We do really need to change the way these uh, narcissistic type of people build their fortunes and... This is just lunacy. The thing is that they can be very charming. Yes, That's they can. I'm looking at a tweet that from October 18th. Both Assange and I are fighting extradition to the US. Assange has been virtually silenced by the authorities. Few of his words reached the public ear. I will fight tooth and nail to ensure my words will continue to flow. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. it's, um, I have another good tweet of him which says, The Pope supports gay marriage. Choir boys must be relieved. Yeah, so uh, so just to give you a little bit more information, he was arrested in Spain, where he apparently yes. was wow, he travels at. a lot, huh? So this was in October, so he must still be in the process of being extradited. Yeah, mm -hmm. and not, I'm not the travel I'm bans. not certain, but I basically, I didn't really want to talk about this because he was just recently arrested. I just wanted you guys to understand how fucking crazy this guy it was is. and how, yeah. how yeah. crazy his life was. Um, and he must not be the only... Um, case of like a tech giant just being headed by just some lunatic. Oh no. Because uh, there was a lot of money flowing in the 90s. Um, so stay in school, kids, and don't do drugs, <laughs> is the moral of the story. Yeah, that's the stay in school, don't do drugs. It, it yeah. works. True that. Uh, yeah, that's it well, for this week. Well, how do we top that? Th this this was a roller coaster of emotions, I have to Ooh. say. We yes. started with cilantro and we ended up with an antivirus jail in. Wow. I, I mean, um, we have to we have to end it as we always do with a reading. So, Marco, do you yeah. have do you have, have something pre-prepared for, for us or a question? Because I might have a question for you. Well, ask me a question. Of course. Do you think that uh, John McAfee is going to be released again? <laughs> released from prison in, when he reaches the U.S.? Yeah. Do, like, 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 do you think he's ever going to get jail time? Ever? <laughs> at any point in his life? Because <laughs> at this point, again, the guy faked two heart attacks. Still, like after the first one, what did you really question the second one? I'm gonna read for you. Is he gonna stay this in again? jail when he reaches the United States? Cool. Okay, that works for me. Uh, I think I think the first time, like as you're shuffling, uh, I think the first time I heard about him was the actual Vice profile because I heard the news of of, of how they found where he was because he was too cocky about it. Yeah. Um. And, uh, oh, actually, yeah, like, I think the first time I heard about him was was this one streamer I watched that does. A lot of my obscure internet knowledge comes from this one streamer, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, okay. sometimes he talks about stuff and I'm like, what? Because I haven't used an antivirus in years. Years. I can't even mm -hmm. remember the last time that I installed one on my computer. It's been eight years since mm -hmm. I've ever used an antivirus. Well, because you use a Mac. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I use a PC and I haven't had any viruses for years and years and years and I don't use an antivirus. Like Windows, like their firewall, the inbuilt firewall that they have, plus having a good ad blocker means you don't get exposed to almost anything if you go to just normal websites. Now, if you just download fucking anime torrents and porn, maybe you're more subject to it. Well, who watches porn? 
I know, right? Yeah. Fucking weird. That's weird. <laughs> um, I think yes, he's gonna gather a little bit of of, of jail time in the U.S. <gasps> yeah. He's gonna. Oh my god. He's gonna try a stunt, but I think it's he still is gonna be <laughs> locked. But it's gonna be like easy. easy. It's not gonna be no easy in the sense that it's gonna be like light jail, jail, but with oh. not so many calories. <laughs> jail with a Wi-Fi and a smartphone, apparently. <laughs> apparently, yeah. It's not gonna be like rough, but I think he's gonna stay in prison. Jail uh, with a he... side of cult. Oh Jesus! I, I dropped <laughs> oh, my God, cards. No. I... Thank you. So we will we will be posting this 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 reading later on. Every Friday we we post a reading. Uh, to you know whatever it is that Mark said, but if you want your own specialized reading, uh, feel free to feel free to email us, ask us questions, yeah, ask us at gmail.com. And we're on social media on Instagram, on Twitter, and more recently on Facebook. Um, so reach us out. Yeah. Don't be shy. Come join the fam. Tell us. Yeah, come be part of this uh, fam. And until next episode, remember. Wear a mask, practice your physical distancing, wash your hands. And be kind. Yeah, be kind. Hi, Thank you for listening to Confortal, conversations and easy banter. Please like, rate and follow our podcast in whichever platform you're currently listening on. Make sure to follow us at Confortal on Instagram and Confortal Pod on Twitter where you can ask us questions and get the latest updates on our show.